Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Disney Whip Radio Show. It's episode 213 and we are all here. Well, not all of us. Some of us are here because uh, Katie is so very excited. The proper fangirl in her is ready to uh, scream and shout this evening uh, because she's got some exciting stuff to share with us. But let's say hello to everyone to start off with. Good evening, John. Bonsoir, monsieur, my British chums. Why have we gone French? Because... Kate's just That's the theme of the night. I thought we were. I thought you were going with the uh, the theme of the Legally Blonde song. Um, no, I'm not. Let's no. Let's keep it PC and family <laughs> friendly, like like your production. And good evening, Katie. Hello. How are you tonight? Uh, probably not as good as you are. Um, I am exhausted. <laughs> you are exhausted, but also quite excited with everything that I think you're going to share with us this evening. Um, So what we're going to be talking about this evening is um, we are, well, I think we'll probably need to explain a little bit about what the inside is, is that we have been uh, luckily been invited to be a part of, uh, which Katie had the opportunity to go over to Paris this weekend and sort of take part in everything that was going on over there. So uh, that's basically where we're going really with today's show. So Katie, I suppose you need to start off by telling us a little bit about what this this inside ears thing is um and then we can talk a little bit about yeah. what you got to do yeah that sounds good so inside ears is this new new kind of special fan club for disney land paris fan sites bloggers bloggers youtubers um podcasts like us yeah um and this weekend was the launch club and basically they've invited all of these different what they're calling social influences but it's kind of a mixture of all different types of people um and they invited us all along to disneyland paris this weekend for a special launch event to tell us a little bit more about what was going to be involved and to give us some kind of insights into what's coming up next from paris so it was pretty exciting there was about 150 people there yeah um, and we got to go to this very, very nice event on Friday night. So so the inside is, as we've said, it's a, it's a little bit like Disney have, have kind of reached out to some people. And we've been lucky enough to be kind of some of those people that they've reached out to, to be able to kind of um, be able to share the official news that, that kind of Disneyland Paris are going to share with us. And we'll be able to do it on the podcast and Twitter, Facebook, webpage, all those sort of things. And uh, this was kind of the event that, that you went to. So... Um, do you want to explain a little bit about kind of what the event was that you got you got to attend and the sort of things that happened when you got there? Yeah. So the event took place on Friday night and it was at Hotel New York. Mm-hmm. So Disney really kindly put us up in Hotel New York the night, which was excellent. I'd never stayed there before. Um, and that was really lovely. So that was a really nice treat. Um, and we kind of went to the event and it was a nice kind of welcome drink for us. Um, and there was lots of people kind of milling around 
around, lots of people on cameras, obviously vlogging the event. Met a few other kind of British Disney podcasters and YouTubers and those kinds of sorts of people. Yeah. Um, and then we all headed into this room that was beautifully decorated. They had some of the characters came out to meet us, so we got to meet Mickey, Minnie, Goofy and Donald. Um, really nice and relaxed and chilled and they were kind of spending quite a lot of time with people because there wasn't that many people there. And then throughout the course of the evening, they did kind of set talks on different elements of Disneyland Paris. Yeah. So we had a talk on kind of attractions um, and the parks in general. We had a talk on merchandise, um, a little bit about um, food um, and restaurants and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and we all a beautiful buffet meal that had a few things on that I think we're going to be seeing in the parks in the not too distant future, okay. um, which is very exciting as well. So um, you got to sort of go to so it was a hotel in New York, you say it was the, the convention center, um, and were you know the, the place the rooms that you stayed in they weren't Marvel themed, were they? No, they weren't Marvel themed. Okay, so we didn't get the Marvel theme, but uh, that's cool. So I did get a perfect view, though. I was like <clears> right in the middle with a view straight out over the lake. Oh, that's awesome. Straight to Newport, but I had a beautiful view from my room. Okay, so um, you arrived at the event then. So what characters did you meet when you got there? So it was Mickey, Minnie, Goofy and Donald that we got to meet. Um, but they spent absolutely ages with everyone. Um, and there was like music playing and they were dancing and they were having a bit of a dance with like all of us as well. And so it was really nice and kind of relaxed and um, we got to spend quite a bit of time with them, which was lovely. I got some really good videos of Mickey and Minnie kind of waltzing together, yep. um, which I thought was really cute. So it was really nice. It was it felt quite intimate because there wasn't that many people at all. Okay. Um, and then we, I guess the, the kind of main part of the, the night was that we got to... Uh, um, Daniel Delcourt talk about what's next for the parks and he's the chief operating officer of Disneyland so he's yeah. kind of the guy who knows it all really okay fair enough so um, you went to this presentation then and we got loads and loads of information that came out of of Disneyland Paris so I, I suppose it's, it's best to sort of talk about what some of the the headline kind of news stories were from that and what we're getting yeah it was coming out thick and fast so it's kind of hard to keep up it was unreal, yeah it was it? very hard to keep up on the night as well because it kept, the information just kept on coming i think that's one thing that i would say before we start is we criticize disneyland paris a lot giving us enough information and not giving us information early enough couldn't fault them on friday they gave us so much information and it was just, just i was trying to tweet it i was frantically tweeting it as quickly as i possibly could so if anyone was following along on our Twitter, you will have seen the news kind of as it was announced. But what was amazing... Um, and I, I think I tried to get everything. What was amazing is, obviously, you were tweeting and other people were tweeting. It was really interesting to see who, who tweeted it first and then who followed and then who got that one first and who followed that. It was just mad, the amount of stuff that was coming out. And then, obviously, you were telling us all this stuff that was happening and then it all finished. And you went, hang on, there's more. It's not finished yet. It's still going to keep going. So, where do you want to start? What's, what's sort of the first thing you want to mention? Um... Well, I think we, we can kind of split it down into um, the kind of actions, if you like, but I guess we could talk about the kind of big headline things first, because okay. there was a lot of information and some of the new kind of bigger news than other stories. Um, so I guess we can kind of run through everything, uh, um, but maybe start with the big headlines. Okay, let's um, start with the big headlines then. So I think 
one of the biggest stories to come out um, to be announced was that Disneyland Paris is getting Philharmagic. Yeah. And we're getting Philharmagic quite soon, actually. Um, it's going to go into the Discoveryland Theatre and Discoveryland in the main park. Um, and I think I'm just scrolling down my list to find out the date of it. Um, it was say October, wasn't it? I'm sure they said yeah, yeah, October. I think it was from October. Says, yeah. So it was quite quite soon um, that that's going to be going. So I think that's really good. And everyone was really excited about that. Uh, what's, what's kind of everyone's I think opinion? It's, I'm quite excited about that. it's an old attraction, but I'm excited about it because I do love Philomatic. I love Philomatic. I do. I absolutely love it. My only slight nervousness about it is is it too similar to Mickey and the Magician? No. Um, no, never. No, it's more it's more closer to Animagique than anything yeah, else. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, Have that's they true. Sort of said language-wise what they're doing with it, or they didn't say that at all. Um... See, now I read that's why they chose Donald Duck for yeah. that was because um, his 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 um, speech is so open brackets messy yeah. that it it translated. Yeah into any language without translating, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. And I think if you think about the songs that are magic as well, they're the kind of songs that even if they were in French, you would still be able to enjoy it because you can if you, yeah. you see those songs in well, I wonder whether they're going to do that or, or, or whether or not they're going to actually keep it in English because I'm sure they would They would have to reanimate some of the kind of characters with... With if they did the songs in French, I don't know whether that would make life a little bit tricky for them if they did it that way. They could potentially do it in both, couldn't they? Because they could do like what they do with um, Stitch well, Live, where they do alternate are. screenings. Yeah, that's possible. I suppose. In English, so they could potentially such... do that. They didn't say what language it was going to be in. It's such a continuous um, performance, isn't it? It'd be weird to see if they do do it in different languages. I don't know. I don't know whether it would benefit my only, a lot. My only gripe with the whole thing would be is is if they don't do the full screen effect. Yeah. Well, the theatre's big enough for the full screen effect. I, yeah, exactly. So I can't see why they wouldn't, but if they didn't, because that's part of the, the kind of the, the wow factor of yeah. it is that it starts off in that little small screen and yeah. part, spoiler alert. Um, and then, of course, when you enter the world of Philharmagic in, again, in inverted commas, it, you kind of it, it's done so subtly that you didn't even realise that the screen has was that massive. Yeah, I, and I think they need to make sure that they do that properly. If they're going to upgrade, the one thing I would ask is that um, they actually make the entire thing 3D. Because one of the things I don't like about Philomagic is you get a 3D main screen and when it extends, the rest of it's not in 3D and it feels a bit weird. Oh, I've never noticed that. Maybe not. What the the outside screens are yeah, not. aren't in three D. Is that perhaps because the glasses don't really hit that part? Possibly, but I find it, it I find it really irritating that I can see most of it in three D, but when I look around the outside, that's not in three D, and it has a slightly different look to the three D section. So I wonder whether they might do something with that to make that three D. Um, be quite good if they did it's only something modern, possibly you? because like you say it's quite an old attraction yeah. so it might be that they bring it over an updated version yeah fingers there. crossed so that might be um, but i think quite exciting that that's going to be in an october it's yep. not that long away yeah so that's gonna be uh, cool i think it's a better use of that space definitely well it's, it's nice for it to suddenly have a permanent reason for it to happen um 
I like the fact that um, you, you kind of come into the end of it just being something that's just going to be there briefly, like your Star Wars or or your Captain Ear and that sort of stuff. It'd be, be good to have that. Um, PG on uh, Facebook said, Hi everyone, I'm meant to be working, but I'm here instead. Well done. I've read that Discoveryland Theatre is too narrow to have the screen or too short to get it done by WDI. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. I never heard that. Uh, whether that is in fact going to be the case, I don't know. But we'll see. I, it just—it it is a massive theatre. Yeah, but it's, it is a big theatre. Is it as wide as the one in Fantasyland? I'm not sure. Not sure. We'll find out, I suppose. Won't we? It'd be bizarre if they didn't do it. It'd be really weird if they didn't do it. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Okay, so so we've got Fellow Magic coming over in October. Um, and another major thing that they talked about was um they kind of put to rest the room of magic bands coming yeah. um to and paris they won't be but we are going to be getting magic pass um which i think we had something similar to that at disney world like before magic bands didn't yeah. we the case key to the kingdom card it yeah. sounded very similar to that so what they basically said is that the days of lots of coupons for all your different bits they're Bit going out of the window. Um, so you're not going to have to have like paper easy passes and vouchers for your meals and all that kind of stuff. It's all going to be going to call a magic pass, yeah. um, which is going to be a card. And they're going to be rolling that out quite soon. They weren't very specific on the dates for that. Okay. Um, but I think that's a really good development because it is a bit of a faff with all your bits of paper, well, isn't it's, it? It's kind of so. needed, isn't it? You know, it's been um, so long since uh the the system's changed in in disney world and to still have those little annoying slips of paper that you have to have to get your afternoon tea and all that sort of thing it's yeah they acknowledge that disneyland paris is quite far behind the other parks around the world in terms of like digital technology yeah um and they were really kind of quite candid about it really um and they kind of admitted you know we we acknowledge that we are really far behind the other park we are working to do that but the magic band system is something that's very specifically been designed for Disney World, which yeah. is a lot bigger, um, and it just it, they don't think it would work really well, fairness, for Disneyland Paris. A lot of people some, don't like spend that. long enough there, do they, in order for that to be the case? Um, I so wonder I'm not surprised. if they'll end up doing something similar to um, like the Max Pass at yeah, Disneyland. Possibly, because that would be quite easy to add to like a card because if you think about it over the resort between both parks there is quite a, a lot of fast pass attractions yes this is true and once they then do the expansion you know they're going to add i'd say probably at least another three that's going to be at least another three fast pass attractions at the studio yeah so i think something like a magic pass would work and haven't they been testing fast pass systems for phantom mana and crush yeah yeah and this is what they did in california to test toy story mania and the matterhorn okay so i wouldn't be surprised if we get some kind of system like that maybe it's going to be on the app on an app or i don't know possibly um, I okay. think that would be really good. It, it would be good, yeah. It would be good if they do this. But this Magic Pass certainly sounds interesting. It'd be certainly something that's that's going to be uh, worth looking at when we uh, when it comes out. Uh, okay, what else we got on the headline attractions then? Um, so the 
on my list is Mickey's 90th birthday. They give us a little bit more information about what's going to be happening for that, and it sounds excellent. This is a worldwide thing as well, isn't so it? Mickey's 90th birthday. Say that again, sorry. This is a worldwide thing, isn't it? They're doing it in all parts. Yeah, it is. So it can place in all of the different parts around the world kind of simultaneously. Um, so it starts on the 1st of October and it runs through right until January. Right. Um, and what they're going to be doing, they've got a few things going on at Disneyland Paris for it, but the main thing that they're going to be doing is they're going to have these five big cupcakes situated yep. around the park okay. um, that are themed to the different lands. Um, and they're going to have what they were calling cupcake girls who will be like performing performers, okay. singers, comedians, that kind of thing. Um, he'll kind of somehow pop up. It wasn't clear whether that they would like pop out of the cake or they would just appear next to it or how that would work. Um, and that they would be kind of telling the story yeah. of Mickey, yeah, yeah. but themed to the land that they were in. So that sounded okay. like that could be quite fun. Yeah. Um, and obviously there's five ones, so there's quite a lot to see. Um, and they're also, as part of that celebration, they're also put in a new... Um, float into the Halloween cavalcade, which sounds very cool. So it's called Mickey's Illusion Manor. Yeah, Mickey's And it's a Phantom Manor themed float. That'd be cool. It's going to feature Mickey Mouse popping out of the float at various different points, wearing three different Halloween costumes. So he he sort of changes inside. That's cool. That would be something that would be a little bit different, yeah. a little bit unusual. So that sounded very cool. Um, so I think that, that's definitely one to kind of watch out for. Yeah, I like the sound um, of that. The other thing that they're adding for Mickey's birthday is the big band show that they had at Christmas. Which was amazing. Um, they're bringing that back, um, which was absolutely brilliant. But they're bringing that back and they're kind of going to switch up the finale. And it's going to have a bit of a birthday surprise for Mickey where... It's gonna. There's basically gonna be like a live stream in the theater out to the production courtyard outside, where there's gonna be kind of. They describe it as an enchanted style, kind of oh, okay. singing and dancing number out in the courtyard. That's cool. It'll be kind of streamed into the theater, so it'll be happening inside and outside. So where, where which theater are they gonna be doing that in? Sorry. Um. They, well, they said where is production courtyard? Because when they said that. I thought that that was in the studios. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I was it thinking. Is the studios. Yeah. So if that's the studios, are they now moving this over to the studios? It, that wasn't very clear because they didn't. I don't think that they actually said what theatre it was going to be in, unless it meant that it was going to be the Big Bang could still be where it was in Videopolis, and the and other then they have it over the there. bit could be in the park. Yeah, that's possible, I suppose. Um, that's how, gonna that's how I interpreted it. I think that's it. what it'll Because be. they've got that screen, the Star Wars screen. Yeah. Yes. Well, they use it for Star Wars, don't they? Yeah, yeah, They yeah. use it for advertising at a time of year. That's in Production Courtyard. Yeah. Production Courtyard is that bit outside Animagique. It's kind of where... Um, yeah. It's where the... No, sorry, not Animagique. Cinemagique. Oh, yeah. so it's Cinemagique. It's yeah. where the Stars and Cars Parade sort of stopped to do its sort of street performance. Oh, when the stage was yeah. still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was sort of there, wasn't it? Okay, so we've got that coming. We've got the new well, floats. That's just really cool. Like they were very excited about that, so I think that's going to be quite a kind of big, spectacular, spectacular performance. Kind so, of what else we got in those headlines then? Um, there's about a few different refurbs that are going to be happening, which are fairly major. So Ratatouille was one. 
Um, Brighter TV's been experiencing some pretty major technical issues. Um, there's a problem with the floor, so right, okay. the wide vehicles are having problems connecting to the system that moves them around, and that's why it breaks down as much as it does. Um, in order to fix it, they are going to have to do like pretty much a rebuild. Um, they're going to have to pull up all the floor. Oh, wow. Okay, so um, we're talking about fairly major renovation. Pretty major refurb. Um, and that is, it's happening quite soon. Um, I'm just trying to find the dates for that. Um, I don't remember seeing the dates, if I'm honest. I do remember. I it's the August to December. Stay okay, so August to December. Four months. Um, and it should fix the problems, hopefully. Okay. Um, and if, if, the, you know, if this is something sorry. that is like going to be an ongoing issue, or have they now solved the issue and that's why they're replacing the floor? It sounds it? like they know what the issue is right, or okay. how to fix it, but okay, to well, fix it, good. they're going to have to rip up the floors. Okay. Um, so it sounds pretty major, yeah, it does sound but major, hopefully yeah. that should fix it. They didn't What's mention it? anything about um, kind of changing any of the effects or anything, but I've kind of in the back of my mind, I've got that they might ramp up some of the effects. Okay, um, While they're on. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, just on refurbs as well, they mentioned Tower of Terror. Um, obviously, there's going to be kind of repair works happening on Tower of Terror. Yeah. So there's going to be scaffolding going up quite soon. And it, they've warned us that it will be a white sheet that covers it initially while they get the measurements correct to get a themed um, screen for it. So it's going to look pretty terrible. For a little while. Um, they talked a little bit about the castle as well because back in the winter there was a turret that fell right. off the castle. That kind of people, yes. a lot of people put it up on social media, didn't they? And then it was kind of Disney brand yeah. asked them to remove it. And um... yeah, so obviously they're taking safety really seriously. So they're checking and replacing all of the turrets. Right. Okay. And that's going to be done by July, so that's quite a quick one. Yeah. Um. So it sounded like that work was kind of ongoing at the minute um, and they did talk a little bit about um, Big Thunder Mountain as well so they kind of acknowledged the fact that there's been issues yes. um, since that ride reopened yeah. obviously we've talked about it quite a lot about the kind of smoke effects not working properly um, yeah well I've still not seen all three of the effects yet I'm still waiting to see all three effects together really well they've told us you want to get yourself out to Disneyland Adam that'll fix it for okay me. I'll just do that instead that's, that's fine <laughs> Well, unfortunately, the reason Probably for it is that there's a leak. Right. Uh, why this doesn't work. And they're trying to figure out a way to fix this leak Gaffer without ha having to leak again. Okay. Um, and as of yet, they haven't found a way to fix it without draining the lake. And obviously, it's drained the lake, so they don't want to do that again. And that's fair enough. So they kind of really acknowledge the problems with Tower uh, with. Big Thunder. Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. They kind of yeah, with Big Thunder, they um, acknowledged the issues. They kind of said we do it is not like yeah. going ignored, but we need to try and find a better solution to the problem. Okay, so there's fine. no plan yet for when that's going to be. They okay. know about it. Um, I guess the other thing I've got on my headlines list is the new Guardians dance. Yeah. So do you want to explain a little bit about what this new Guardians kind of dance off is? Because I'm kind of intrigued as to what this is a little bit. Um, so they didn't go of detail but they, yeah. they were talking about this being a big um, Guardians dance off competition that yeah. be on a brand new stage in the park and it's going to feature characters that we haven't seen before like Star-Lord and uh, which sounds really cool 
it wasn't that clear because we were listening later. Yeah. I don't, like we were a little bit behind, so it wasn't clear if this was definitely a different thing to the stunt show. I think it is. Okay. And it, it sounded like this was a show that would be coming to a new stage, kind of outside with a brand new screen. Well, um, this is, that was my thinking. Mm -hmm. That's probably what was going to happen. It was going to be something a little bit like that, where they were going to they're going to have something new outside. Yeah, I think that's what that one is. And then the stunt show that we we kind of already knew about a little bit. Yeah. Um, is what is to what was Cinemagique. Okay. Um, and the way they described that was that it will be a full experience. It will not be like okay, a glorified photo op. It will be a full experience. And that's going to have a lot of characters that we've not seen before as well, like Black Panther, yeah. Black Widow, those ones well. and Bruce Banner. So okay. that sounds pretty cool. So, John, let's, let's go over to you. So you've heard you've heard all of these things, John. What are... Oh, someone's sniffing. Um, what are the kind of things that stand out for you, John, as something that you, uh, you really kind of are looking forward to seeing? Um... For me, it's going to be have to be Filler Magic. Yeah. Uh, I've been a fan of Filler Magic since I first uh, first went to Disney World many many moons ago, um, and I just remember being <laughs> I remember being in the theatre when she throws the jewels. Yeah. And actually being one of those sad people that tried to grab them because okay, I was just enough. that impressed. Yeah. By, I did that as well. Three D technology. Mickey's 90th birthday. I think it's really cool that Disneyland Paris are making such a big, a big deal of it. Um, you know, they, they, they kind of made a little bit of a splash last year for his 89th, but for them to be making such a big deal of it, I think yeah. it's quite exciting. I think, yeah. um, and definitely the new float in the Halloween cavalcade, because I love the Halloween cavalcade anyway. So it'll be nice to see it return into Disneyland Paris, because I have to say, when we went for Halloween last year, that was missing and it felt like it was missing and i appreciate that the 25th anniversary kind of yeah. was the priority at the time and i totally get that and you know and they did what they did um and you know for all extents and purposes Frontierland with its kind of day of the dead not coco inspired um mm. decorations yeah. was actually super fun and the tricycle gang thing was it was a bit silly and it looked a bit out of place but it was still good and it was a good way for some people to meet some like you know, people got to have their pictures with Maleficent Donald, and I think Maleficent Donald could be almost as good as, if not better, than Mexican Donald. Yeah, I agree with there. that. Um, so I think to see that big proper cavalcade coming, mean, it's getting a, mm. uh, another float in it. I think we can technically move it from cavalcade to parade. Yeah, you yeah kind of I think, think we're getting into the region of parade. Um, so. I, think looking... I, I think I think I've made my opinions on Ratatouille clear many times on the show that it it needs work it needs tweaked and yeah i think if, if, if it goes down for this refurb and, and they manage to to do all the things that you know many people have now said is it's up with it and i think i think good so you um, think they'll I use think it shows that disneyland are listening or at least disneyland paris are listening to what people are saying and and you that's know they're totally understanding the vibe i got yeah that's the vibe that i got from the whole event to be honest is that they really are listening to to guess feedback and they're, yeah. they're trying to address some of the things that people are complaining about consistently that's good okay so uh, well for me i'm looking forward to guardians dance up i think you know it's obviously going to be themed to a lot of the 80s music i would guess from from the film i think which will be quite cool i'm kind of i am looking forward to filler magic um i really like the disney world version and I, it'd be nice to have it 
over in Paris where I can kind of access it. Um, I think that's more what it is, Adam, is it just it feels it's because it's, you know, you can only go and see it at Disney World. Well, okay, you can see it in Hong Kong, you can see it at Tokyo, but we tend not to go to those places. And I tend to go, as we all know, to California, which doesn't have it. So for it to be at Paris where it would feel more accessible and I could see it on a more regular basis, I think think that's what excites me about it. Yeah, for me too as well. The, The only thing I would say is it's in a really funny place, but yeah it doesn't really fit but then i suppose i suppose on a technicality it's inside the building yes i think some of the things that are in there haven't ever really fit no no there's been many things in there haven't really fit okay so that's the the sort of uh headline stuff let's head into where do you want to go next merchandise yeah let's go through the merchandise because there was quite quite a lot to talk about with the merchandise and before i start and need to tell you something really cool that happened um linked to merchandise so i was sitting eating my dinner and this lady came over i was my friend lot um and this lady came over and she sat down and she said i have to ask you where did you get your dresses from because i had on um a dress that has little kind of mickey balloons all over it and my friend had a beautiful skirt on that had um cinderella castle on it and she said i have to ask you where did you get your outfits we started chatting to her and it turned out that she was the senior product development manager for Disneyland Paris and um, she was really interested in like where we'd got our outfits and she was asking me was I interested in kind of Disney fashion and all that kind of thing we had a lovely chat and then five minutes she was up, later she was up on the stage telling us all about the new merchandise that's coming to Disneyland Paris Brilliant. so uh, she took our Instagram um, so she may well be in touch which is quite exciting yeah that's cool i think what's really good about that her interaction with you but also the fact that they then went on to talk about merchandise again is that they have been listening to people that have been visiting the park and saying we need better merchandise we need more definitely definitely and her conversation with me made me think that clothing is kind of quite high up on her agenda well, because some the, of the things um, that she talked about later on as well. The vintage stuff that they've been doing in the village has been selling incredibly well. That's one of the things that they talked about. So that's something that they've tried out this year. Um, and it's been really, really popular. So they've got plans to continue it. Um, and they were kind of quite keen to stress that you have to go and visit there regularly because it is real vintage clothing. Okay. And so what's there? changes all the time um so she was talking about things that have been in there like um 1992 t-shirts and things like that um from the opening year so that's that's definitely going to stay that's going to continue um and that was one of the things that they did talk about a little bit um but just from the general kind of chat that i had with her and some she talked about on stage it made me think that clothing's quite high on the agenda that they are acknowledging the fact that people to wear disney stuff yeah um even things like ears that they're really like spending a lot of time developing i think you can see that yeah which has been that's always been kind of lacking or lagging behind the likes of disney world i think the choice of things like that um and they're kind of launching their their new ranges with rose gold and the millennial pink ears which have been super popular in the states i think on that that note as well if you think about um 
the Disney World and, and Disneyland versus Disneyland yeah. Paris. Disneyland yeah. Paris have always done the headband style ears. Disneyland and Disneyland yes, and Disney World have always stuck to the kind of the, the cat it's style. Like the style, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I've noticed now that because obviously people are making their own ears and people are buying their own ears off Etsy, yeah. that both of the parks are now branching out a little bit more and getting a little bit more experimental with the ears. And Disneyland and Disney World have even started to do the headband ones. For example, look at the millennial pink ones and, and the rose gold ones. And they're getting a little bit more experimental yeah. with their ears because I think they know that people do generally want variation. They want you know to splash their own unique identity in their ears because you know i'm going to put something in very people's brand yeah um it's very important to people these days one of the things i'm really disappointed about factored stuff like that in into all the new collections one of the things i'm disappointed about with the vintage stuff and that is that majority of it seems to be for females uh there's a few bits and pieces here and there that you know are for, for men's but it's few and far between and i'd quite like to see a much larger selection of male stuff beyond it's usually t-shirts and caps you find in in a, in the stores for men and i'd quite like to be something a little bit different and especially in the vintage section it'd be quite cool see uh, for me it does that doesn't so much bother me because i will i would if if it doesn't look too feminine i will happily wear a woman's top if it Okay, if it was cool, if it was cool enough for me, I would just love to see them. I mean, I know, I know they they they, they spent a long time rebranding as Disneyland Paris and pushing it away, but I would love to see a little bit more Euro Disney and Euro Disneyland merchandise, yeah. kind of. Because if you look at you know Disneyland and Disney World, they have, um, and I know we shouldn't compare the parks, but now that they're all under this branch of the Walt Disney Company, it's kind of hard not to. Yeah. Um, but they they very very much have embraced that people like vintage yeah. things and okay they're not necessarily doing vintage clothing but they're doing vintage style things yeah um you know like walt disney and, and epcot's a great example of that for their 35th anniversary they harkened back to doing some like really cool vintage style t-shirts with some of the old logos from the old pavilions mm -hmm. in future world and like people people are just lapping it up um and i actually genuinely do think that okay maybe 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 not so much on a grander scale at Disneyland Paris, but if you you could get you know a limited edition Euro Disney '92 T-shirt, I think people would just go for it. They yeah. totally would, yeah, especially if it was a vintage style. Um, and I, I agree. I think they're finally realizing how much money you can make out of merchandise. Yeah, De definitely, definitely. I definitely think that's true. So there was a few other merchandise kind of stories. There was quite a lot, actually. They talked quite a so I'll kind of rattle through some of them. Um, so there's a Phantom Manor booth that is I've got out to get my before the ride reopens. I have to get my um, hands on this Yeah. So the Pirates one is going to be back in stock in kind of June, July. Yep. So they were saying do not pay over the odds on eBay because those books have been selling money on eBay. Um, don't buy them I'm, on there. I'm glad that they've done that. I'm glad that they um, not, not are going to be releasing the book general wide but i mean i'm glad that they've acknowledged that do not do not be giving in to the, these people on ebay no yeah absolutely yeah, yeah totally so and that pirates book was absolutely so i think that the phantom is probably going to be obviously the similar standard um so that's quite 
exciting. I think collectors will be quite interested in that. I'm looking forward to get hold of the book um, because one of the things that um, they were talking about in the recent videos, Tom Fitzgerald was saying he's been working on Phantom Manor and says when the attraction opens that there'll be more of the story of Phantom Manor within the attraction. So I'm kind of hoping this book might uh, kind of reveal some of that story as well, which would be really good. Yeah, which I is think good because I think that's been people's general complaint, isn't it? About yeah. is about Phantom Manor is that the um, that's my cat. You can hear scratching. By I thought the way. it was. Yeah, I, thought, um, I think it was Taylor. Uh, no, it's not Taylor. Um, is that is this the story is hard to follow? So I think if they can yeah. bring elements into Phantom Manor, I know we've gone off on a bit of a tangent here, but we kind of are and we aren't. I think if they can bring elements into Phantom Manor that explain the story without changing it too much i think yeah. i'd be okay with that yeah absolutely i know i know i certainly know gareth would because we know how much gareth loves phantom manor yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear please don't wind him up okay so what else have we got merchandise um, so they talked about a few collections that are going to be launching so there's going to be a new merch collection for mickey's 90th birthday if if you look on the Twitter feed, I did manage to catch a quick photograph of the screens that were kind of behind them when they were talking about this. Yeah, yeah, so there yeah. are images um, over on our Twitter feed. Um, so there's a new collection for Mickey's 90th birthday. Um, features all the kind of usual things. So it's t-shirts, mugs, um, ears. There are ears yeah. in every one of these collections. So going back to what we were just saying about them expanding on those kind of um, that ear trend. Yeah. Um, they are launching new ones kind of all the time. Um, so there's a Mickey Mickey's 90th birthday range. They're launching a new range of stuff for Marvel superheroes for the summer of fun, and that is going to include this unbelievable Infinity Gauntlet. Oh no, I've seen Zip some photos cut. of this. It's amazing. Yeah, so this is out of stock in Disneyland in California at the moment. Uh, I've heard a rumor that they're just about to launch it on the cruise ships. Oh wow! And it okay. is coming to Disneyland Paris. The That's cool. I want one of these. Um, so if you are a big Marvel fan and you're going for some of a phone, try and get your hands on one of those. Okay, that's cool. Um, and they are also launching a new line of merch, which is going to feature these kind of models, um, little kind of figurines yeah. um, based on favourite characters and favourite attractions. So, for example, there's one for Star Tours, which is like the end entrance to the attraction so it's got that right. star speeder at the top um there's one of mickey um i think there's a terra one um so they're all based on kind of big rides and yeah. main characters okay you like uh they're, they're kind of plain gray yeah. they're just fully plain gray kind of models they're quite nice okay. them launching as well and they've told us that apparently we're going to be absolutely amazed by the products that are going to be at fun. We are going to be so amazing. We'll check that out. Well, actually, having seen that tweet that they put out today, I, am I going to need a bigger suitcase? <laughs> well, there is, yeah, there is this. I'm isn't thinking there? that. Just, all that stuff has just come out for fan days. Uh, it looks cool. Yeah, uh, it does. Um, okay. And they told they've got a team of 150 people developing the merch offer. Um, and they're expanding the range all the time. So there's a massive of team working on this so i think like you've just said john they, they've realized that they can make a lot of money um out of the right sort of merchandise uh, and they're absolutely. really putting a lot of effort yeah. yeah okay um 
so what else have we got under our merchandise then? Uh, um, I think that's everything I had for merchandise. Um, we talked a little bit about um, Disney. Yeah. Obviously how popular that is. Yeah. Um, but it was mainly about kind of the new collections. And I think the big thing that I took away from that was lots more years to come. Okay, so let's on to, on to the food and restaurant stuff. You've already sort of mentioned a little bit about some of the new snacks that were coming uh, and things that you tried. Uh, what else did Disney mention about the stuff that they've got coming up? Yeah, so there's quite a few things. So one of the things was last year, they, for the first time, they did like a little mini food and wine type festival yes. called the Rendezvous Gourmand, yeah. which was on um, at around about the same time as the half marathon run. And um, right. that is coming back in the second year, and they're launching six new booths. So the theme of that was regions of France. So there was yeah. kind of one for Bordeaux, one for Burgundy, yeah. um, that kind of thing. And they're bringing six additional booths, which are going to f- feature French West Indies, um, Italian, Spanish, and Belgian. So it's me. becoming a bit more of a European yeah. food festival rather than just French, which I think is really nice. I think that's a really good... Um, a good idea and it was lovely because where it where it was was in the studios in Plaster Remy and in the bit that ran down to Plaster Remy and at the time of year that this is on Ratatouille is actually going to be closed so it'll be nice uh, to so be, still have a reason to go down there that'd be cool yeah such so a I think that's area good. down there as well isn't it yeah and it's even perfect without Ratatouille being for this kind of open thing. yeah and it's absolutely perfect for this kind of thing and it was very like food and wine get like a kind of small portion yeah of something so you can go to a couple of different booths and make well, a meal out of it i mean that's if they it. keep expanding on this year on year on year think about you know when they finally open or when they finally open like that lake they could have the stalls going all the way around that lake and it would be so that'd good be cool. yeah that'd be cool i think that might be their aspiration i think that would be their aspiration in the future because um, so. this is only the second year and they're already adding six booths to it. Um, yeah, that's, that's quite that's a lot. Quite a lot, isn't it? So I think that potentially could be their aspiration. Okay, that's cool. Uh, what else is happening food-wise then? Pizza Planet is dead, completely well, we, dead. We assumed this. I think we knew that anyway. It's yeah. 100% confirmed it is gone. And what they're going to do with that space where Pizza Planet was is they're going to build. They described it as a tent, but I, I don't think they possibly could have meant an actual tent. No. I think they might um, be a tent the like event, the. Um, the one that's like a convention already in the village. Style. Yeah, that's what I thought. And, and that'll be used for kind of premium food offers. And I think what they meant by that was kind of themed to seasons um, and like special events because they talked a lot about trying to increase the amount of premium right. um, offer have. So things like um, the Marvel packages that we've seen introduced this year, um, things like Sundays, um, the Pirate and Princess Festival that we've yeah. got this year, that kind yeah. of thing. And they're wanting to in- introduce more packages where you can pay a little bit more and you'll get a bit more of a special experience. Okay. So that venue is going to be used for kind of temporary things that are a bit more premium. Um, they also confirmed that Starbucks is not coming to the parks. Um, so I think that's been a rumour for a little while, um, but they've yeah, kind of put that one to bed. Um, we're not getting Starbucks in the parks. Which I think fair enough. Yeah. Okay. That's that's, that's um, fair enough. I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah. They're currently I feel testing. Sad which... about that because they the cost is terrible. Well, this is true. Coffee at Disneyland Paris is not its best 
kind of uh, I never drink selling it. point, is it? I never drink it. Well, but there is well. the Starbucks in the village and the Starbucks in... Is it in the Cheyenne? Is it the Starbucks? Yeah, it's in the yeah, Cheyenne, yeah. 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 You can get it if you want it. The village isn't far away. Well, that's it. We have to walk through the village to get... I mean, I think most people have to walk through the village, don't they, to get to... Yeah, exactly. Disneyland, anyway. But... but... I don't know, just imagine on a lovely hot summer day getting a nice frappuccino. Yeah. You could go to the village and get one. You have to go to the village and get one. I think it. Not going to the park. You have to go. Um, So, another thing that they talked about is the testing a booking system at the minute for the backstage restaurant. Yeah. Which will let you order food and go and collect it at a certain time. So, this sounded a little bit like what they've got at Disney World where you can. And order stuff. They tried it at Fantasmic, didn't they? Where you could order on an app, and then yeah. somebody would come and bring you food. Yeah. It sounded like only you would go and collect the food. Um. So this sounds like quite a cool idea because it means that you can kind of plan your day and not have to be just queuing up, um, for some food. So I think that would be quite good if that works and they roll it out. Okay, that sounds good. Across um, the front, across the park. And um, so that sounded good. Yeah. Um. And I think we knew about this as well. Uh, they're currently filling an online reservation system for their restaurants, um, which they are hoping to roll out, which will be an amazing development. So I think this is going back to what they said, that they kind of acknowledge that they're behind the other parks in terms of digital technology. Yeah. Um, and they are trying to kind of make interventions that will make things easier for guests. And this is something, I think, I mean, it's really annoying to have to ring a French phone number yeah. to make a, a reservation at the minute. So I think online booking is... A brilliant development um, and the other one was that Colonel Hatties is being reimagined but they didn't tell us anything else I wonder whether Colonel Haiti will leave and then it'll become the Explorers Club I, I just get a feeling that might be where they go with it because at the minute it's before cool. wasn't it yes there was some hints <gasps> to the Explorers Club maybe we'll get a trade of Sam's I don't know whether we'll get a trade that of Sam's that crossed my mind as well they didn't see it and I didn't know if we would because we don't have Jungle Cruise. Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you wouldn't need a Jungle so Cruise to have a Trader Sam's. Would, you wouldn't, but it might be a little bit lost who Trader Sam is. Yeah, but that's maybe. relevant. Because you could it go could Trader be. Sam's at the Polynesian mm, maybe without that. ever going to the Magic Kingdom. True, true, sorry. But they didn't go into any more detail than that. They just said maybe. it's going to be complete imagined and that we're going to love it basically sounds good okay um more details on that one soon hopefully what else have we got going on here that we have missed disney um, village disney village yeah now disney village has been yeah. in rumored for a very very long time that it's going to change or alter and they've been talking about it and talking about it. it's never really happened but i believe there's now been a little bit more confirmation with regards to stuff that's happening with disney village Yes, so he basically said Disney Village can't be compared to Disney Springs. No, well, obviously not. They do know that they need to do something about it. So they've got a plan um, for the village. They didn't announce anything specific because they said that it hasn't been approved yet, but it has been 90% agreed and it'll be confirmed very soon and it will involve like a complete remodel for the village. So this sounds mm. really big. This sounds like this could be quite a big overhaul, um, which I think is probably qu quite needed. Well, it's well overdue, isn't it? Um, 
Yeah, but I think he was trying to maybe set our expectations Fair enough. a little bit lower than, you know, a Disney Springs yeah. style. Um, but I think they were aspiring for it to be a bit like that, okay. but it's obviously not on the same scale. Um, so yeah, confirmation that we've got something coming for the village. Yeah. Not okay. 100% sure what it is. Um... Um... Something. A Mickey and the Magician. So, oh, Mark um... is coming back. Oh, Mickey and the Magician. Yeah. Um, so Mickey and the Magician, he said, Walt Disney World are insanely, madly jealous of Mickey and the Magician and they want to take it to Florida. I don't think that they confirmed that that was happening. It was all a little bit weird. No, some people were saying that he did say that and some people were saying that he didn't say that. Right. I think what happened is, and obviously... Anyone who was listening to this through translators, we were a little bit behind. He definitely said that they were really jealous and they wanted that they were looking at Disneyland Paris's kind of entertainment department yeah. as being really kind of on form at the minute. Yeah. Um. It then later on, when he was talking about something else, as a real throwaway comment, kind of said, "And when it goes to Disney World, and that's what everyone's derived this. It's." That it's going definitely to going. World well, I've got a theory. Well, my theory is But they is definitely the didn't announce that. Right, my theory way. is that the main, the new Main Street Theatre that was supposed to be being built in Disney World in the Magic Kingdom was to house Mickey and the Magician. And I wonder whether there was discussions about it and it was happening and then something's happened along the lines, which means it's not happening. So therefore they've delayed the building of that theatre because Mickey and the Magician was supposed to go in it. Good theory. That is a good theory. So that was that was my theory behind that one. I don't know whether that's you know that, that's me just genuinely speculating. So I've got no idea whether or not that's true. Uh, no, I think it would, it would, it would fit. Shout. I think it would absolutely fit in Main Street. Um, so um, okay, hmm. where else are we then? So Disneyland Hotel. This seems to for me this seems to have come a little bit out of nowhere. Really? Well, I think we knew that there yeah, was, we knew that there was going to be a refurb. I don't know how it's passed me by. Yeah. Well, I think we already knew that it was going to be a refurb. We didn't know any great details about it, and we still don't really. Uh, um, based on what they said about that is that designs have been drawn up, and they are currently with Catherine Powell for approval. Right. Um, but she loves them, apparently. Um, and what they did say is it will be a pretty major overhaul. Um, and they said that it'll be like a whole new experience, but they weren't specific about what that would actually be. So what are they going to do with that? Be intrigued to see what they're going to do with that. Mm. So yeah, that's definitely one to watch out for. Um, okay, so that's all the is that all the general stuff? Have we covered all of that? Uh, I think a, a, just a couple of other things that they talked about. Um, the Mark Twain Riverboat is coming back to yes. the rivers of the. So that has been kind of just slowly rotting away for yes. quite a long time, and um, but it will be in 2020, That's so awesome. a couple of years' time. Um, and they talked very, very briefly about the Lion King show that's going to be in the new theatre that's replacing the Chaparral Theatre. So the Chaparral Theatre is gone. It's Flattened, flat. Done. There's pretty it's much like nothing flat, there now. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they are going to start rebuilding that whole. Theatre, and that be, it definitely will be a Lion King show. Do you think it's going to be something similar to Festival of the Lion King style, the theatre? Or it didn't say anything specific. I think it could be potentially. 
Um, because obviously that works really well in the other park. Yeah. So potentially it would fit. That okay. would be good. Um, there was a couple of other kind of quite general things they were talking about. Um, they're they're going to do photopass day again. So they yes, did that this so year that um, on International Day of Photograph. I'm not sure exactly when that is. Um, and that's kind of lots of special photo opportunities around the parks on that particular day. Um, so I think that's a really nice thing if you happen to be visiting at that time. Yeah. Um, they kind of talked quite a bit about um, how they're opening up access to characters because they've heard guest feedback that... They, they want to see more characters, so, so that's why they've just back in the hotels, and um, back in Cafe Mickey, and that's why they're doing things like fan days, um, so that they can kind of open up access to more characters for us, for all the fans. Well, it sounds like a, they. It, what's really nice is it, it that Disneyland Paris clearly want to share with people what it is that they're doing, that that strategy. And what I like is it, it seems that since Disney have now taken over Disneyland Paris, they're kind of keen to now tell people what it is that they're doing. Whereas before, they were maybe a little bit secretive about what was coming. And although we sort of knew it was coming, they never really confirmed it. Whereas now, there's that confirmation that this is happening and they want to be very open about it, which I think is absolutely fantastic. It's so good that Disney are kind of saying, you know, these are the mistakes that we've made in the past. We are aware of them. We are fixing them. We are doing something about it. And at the same time as doing that, these are the things that we're now doing to enhance the park. And I think that's yeah, such a huge absolutely. change to where they were before to where they are now. It's amazing. Absolutely. I think that's the whole ethos behind this inside years. Um, the whole thing, really, is I'm trying to engage with the people like us who are massive fans and we're talking about this stuff yeah. anyway. And they have a more formalised way of giving us information so that we can share it and we can talk about it more. And that's brilliant. It's what we've been kind of going out for is yeah. just more, oh, yeah, a bit absolutely. more information. Um, so I think it's really good. And that, like they've absolutely taken board the feedback that they're not telling us stuff yeah. soon enough and made up for it by telling us everything that they possibly that's, could that's come us, in, which, is even which was brilliant. So pretty awesome all in all then. Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. Like, and the event, like, I can't say thank you to Disney enough. The event that they put on, they treated everyone so well. Um, it was such a lovely event. And on the buffet, we got to kind of preview the things that we think are going to be coming to the park. So there was things like um, grouped biscuits. Oh, I saw your photo with you with the group biscuits. Group bread. Those group biscuits are amazing. They're so tasty. Um, there, was, there was a group which was like a kind of olive bread and it had right. olive for the eyes and then there was a group biscuit which was like filled with Nutella oh, oh so good amazing. the biscuit was the winner so good um, so we think we might see those things coming out over the summer in the parks um, they're definitely in the same way that they're going down these kind of themed um, merchandise collections yeah. they're going down the themed food um, so we'll see like new cupcakes and all kind of stuff for all these different seasons that we've oh, got cool. coming out. Um, so they really are kind of tying the whole thing together so that your whole holiday can have the theme of whatever is the theme that they've got running. Awesome. That sounds at good. At the time. Now, so that's sort of all the stuff from Inside Ears that Katie talked about. It sounds like absolutely amazing. We're not at all jealous. Uh, not in the not slightest. Not Not even a little bit. 
But well, the reason we're not that jealous is because in a couple of weeks' time we all get to go together to fan days. It's very exciting. That's so exciting. Um, we've all got our bounding gear sorted, which is awesome, and uh, we're all ready to go with that. Um, John, do you want to explain a little bit about a couple of things that we, we're planning on doing while we're out there? Um, so um, it seems that a lot of people, majority of people that are going, um, and these are people that we interact with and I interact with on daily basis yeah. on, um, should we put hashtag Diz Twitter? Yeah. Um, and um, not Dizflix. Do you remember Dizflix? I do. That didn't last very long. Well, that was at the 25th anniversary, wasn't it? It we was, just yeah. Stood there going, what is this? What is this? Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, I digress. So because there is so many people, and it turns out that there's a lot of reasons to celebrate. Yeah. Um, Kate and I will be celebrating our birthdays, and we know a handful of other people that will be celebrating their yes, birthdays. And of course, it's fan days, um, and it's a pretty, pretty huge event. So um, we have got in collaboration with um, another Twitter fan site, uh, which is Disney Goff. And between us, we're going to try and arrange to do a big, huge meetup at um, Billy Bob's on the Friday night. Yeah. So, uh, so we were thinking, uh, because the park is open until 11 p.m. on the Friday, this is Friday the 1st of June, to clarify. Yeah. Um, we thought that what we could do is rather than watch Illuminations and, you know, not get to Billy Bob's till mid-dreams by the time you've crawled out with all the people. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try and do a park-closing Big Thunder Mountain ride. Yeah. Uh, then take away through the the backside of uh, Frontierland that brings you at the top by Casey's. And then down the, what you call them, the arcade. Yeah. On up to Billy Bob's, where we will just basically party until till the wee small hours, until Billy Bob's decide to bring security in and kick us all out. <laughs> so it's a bit of a Western Frontierland themed uh, celebration on the Friday. Isn't it? And yes, kind of end of the night, end of the night celebration, birthdays, just the fact that we've got so many, you know, hardcore Disney fans in one place at one time. So what we're saying about um, is it about a, a ten to eleven kind of meet? outside I'd Big Thunder? say yeah 10 to 11 meet outside Big Thunder Mountain um, we'll probably end up being there from about 22 just to make sure that we can you know we'll get everyone meet there. as many people as possible yeah. Uh, yeah. and then yeah we'll join the queue for Big Thunder Mountain we'll hopefully by that time there won't be many people in it because they'll all be trying to watch Illuminations yeah. uh, then we will ride Big Thunder Mountain head up to Billy Bob's have a few beers have a few sherries have a dance um, and then the next day we will meet in the studios for a Tower of Terror ride along, which will be great for our hangovers. Awesome. Yes. The, the best cure ever. I can tell everybody now that's probably not going to be before midday. This <laughs> <laughs> is not going to be. Yeah. Probably not going to be before midday. So we'll do some and of, a few of us are going to be wearing bellhop outfits on that day. Yes. So if anybody if else wants to join Disney us, band, yep, in a bellhop Disney band, bellhop and I can highly feel free to join. recommend that because I had an amazing experience doing exactly that yesterday. So I can highly recommend. I think you should give a little shout out to her because she was so I awesome. I think we should. I really want to get like just say thank you so so much. To Flora on the Tower of Terror. She's honestly one of the most amazing cast members I've ever had the privilege to meet. She was absolutely brilliant. I was at Tower of Terror yesterday in my Tower of Terror outfit. We'll be wearing on that Saturday. 
Um, I really hope we get to see Flora again. I think she's working, so I think we will get to see her. That's all. Um, I was there dressed in my outfit, and she could not have made more of a fuss of me. She ended up letting me go and ride the ride through the fast pass queue while there was an hour long queue three times. Um, and she was just amazing. She's now my friend on Instagram, and we've been chatting throughout the day today. And she like she won't go back and see her when I'm there for fan days I'm desperate to see her because she is so much fun she's absolutely amazing I went and left her a compliment at guest services and I hope she gets all the praise in the world from her manager because she's awesome so we have to go and see Flora okay so we're going to see Flora are we yeah so we're going to see Flora on Saturday in yeah. our Terra Terra Disney bands if you want to join in in a Disney band if you don't that is obviously fine but yeah definitely definitely come and join us Okay, so that's cool. So that's that's going to be... Uh, and what we'll do is we'll stick a, uh, an event up on Facebook. Um, we'll put it on... i tell you what we'll do. We'll put it on Facebook. We'll put it on Twitter. We'll put it on um, Instagram as well. We'll cover We'll cover all bases. Cool. And please do come along because it would be lovely to get a group of us together to go and do yeah, all these fun things it. together. Even if like you just come for just one drink, you know, you don't want to party the, the night away and you just want to have a you just do the ride along or you just want to come and have a, a one drink at uh, Billy Bob's just to kind of cheers everybody and to celebrate that's obviously absolutely fine as well and the more the merrier and everybody's absolutely welcome. That sounds and awesome. And it, sh it should be super fun. So, I'm so excited. Um, so that's basically what we're planning on doing for Fan Days and obviously being at Fan Days as well, which is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, but we'll put all the stuff out for that so you know where all, all of that is, which would be cool. Um, but I suppose that's it for this evening, which means it leaves me with nothing to do but do this. So, uh, yeah, we will be uh, back in a couple of weeks' time. It will be, again, a slightly delayed show because we'll want to do it once we've all returned from Disneyland Paris. And we've all talked about our fan days experience, which is going to be pretty awesome. So it's probably going to be the Monday, I would think, after fan days. No, we're not back until the Tuesday. No, okay, so it'll be, it'll be midweek on that week, I would assume. Uh, but we will talk about fan days and everything on that particular show, which will be really good. Uh, but then, um, you know, obviously, if you want to join us, you can go over to Facebook. You can go and find the event and like the event. Also, you can find it over on Twitter, Instagram, those sort of things. If you want to send us an email, send us an email at radio at disneybrit.com. You can tweet us at at Disney Brit, and you can also find us on Instagram at Disney Brit as well. And it's facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit podcast. You'll be able to find all the information about it that's going on there. If you want to hear uh, previous shows, then you can go to disneybrit.com and you'll find them all over there, as well as on iTunes and Podbean and all those sort of places as well. Uh, but we will have the entire team out at Fan Days, which is going to be awesome because I think this is the first time we've had the whole team together. The whole team together. It will be. Pretty much everyone yep, minus Susan be. last time, didn't we? But this time we have got the entire team together, which will be really cool. So we'll be doing loads of, uh, of, of live Facebook stuff. We'll be doing loads of Instagram stuff. We'll be basically filling your feeds with everything Disney related for those few Thanks days. Thanks to everyone who cool. followed along with me on Instagram yeah. stories this past weekend. It was yeah, lovely. We got I had lots of like, questions and comments. We did. Thank you. Thank you so much. Really lovely. I really enjoyed reading everyone's comments and um, seeing the questions and things. It was really nice. So thanks. So that's really cool. Um, so uh, 
yeah, that's pretty much it from us for this week. But I say we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time to talk about all the excitement that is fan days and everything that's going on there, uh, which will be really, really cool. So uh, I'm really looking forward to sharing all of that with you. So we will speak to you in two weeks' time. Until then, we'll see ya. Thank you, Fandai's and Disney Merchandise Lady.